Hey y'all and welcome back to another episode of Fierce and Free. I am so excited to talk about a today's topic. My gosh, if this is not, uh, this, this may arguably be the most out of context first in the entire Bible. Uh, because if this isn't it, I don't know what is. But today we are going to be discussing what the word of God really means when it's written do not judge others. Y'all, this episode was a long one coming, but I'm happy that we're finally going to be able to put this to rest. So buggle in, cause it's gonna get spicy, okay? All right, let's begin. Hey everyone, this is just a friendly reminder that my Patreon is now available for subscription. When joining the Fierce and Free Patreon, you will have access to our monthly prayer wall as well as our monthly wellness packet. This wellness packet includes faith-building worksheets as well as fun outfits and recipes specific to each season. The word tells us in 1 Timothy 5.18 that the laborer is worthy of his wages. I love making these videos and episodes and I absolutely adore the responses that I get from you guys. With that being said, what you don't see is all the work behind the scenes that goes into producing these short but very cute videos. There's a lot of time and money and effort that goes into producing each individual episode. From lighting to electronics to computer programs to editing software, creative software, and research that goes into each individual video. And for those reasons, that is why I started my Patreon. And your support would be ever so appreciated if you feel called to do so. Reminder that this is not a form of tithe. This is just a donation to this ministry. I know that times are specifically tough during this economy, so please only give as much as you feel called to. Every little bit helps, and I really, really, really appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. You guys are the best, and I love making these videos for you. So without further ado, let's get back to today's episode. So this is arguably the most out of context verse uh, that I see in Christian comment sections. It's the go-to clapback for Christians. They like to use this as their ultimate trump card slash get out of conviction free card. Am I right? Let's be real, y'all. It's what us as sinners say to justify our sinful lifestyles. You already know where I'm going with this argument. It's, it's very clear where I stand on this verse. It's very clear. Okay. We use this argument because we feel conviction and would rather continue to live our life of sin than to be called out of it. So first and foremost, we, we, you know, we need to just clear this up from the beginning. I mean, especially nowadays with, you know, the world saying, oh, it's my truth. This is what my truth is. Even Christians, you know, they say, oh, you know, I like to pick and choose what the Bible says. Listen. You are not cold. You are not hot. You, my friend, are lukewarm. Okay? We do not believe in that. We do not believe in that. We believe you are either all in or all out. There is no in-between with God. You are either in light or in darkness. This is this is such a problem we have in our day and age. People, you know, they're lukewarm and they say, oh, well, you know, I like to pick and choose what to believe in the Bible. This is my truth. Listen, it does not matter what you think the Bible says. It matters how God meant it. Okay, let me say it again. (laughs) It does not matter what you think the Bible says. It matters how God meant it. You guys, I've I've said this before. Uh, You can't just read the Bible. You need to be studying the Bible. There is a difference. And if you do not have one yet, you need to invest in a study Bible. 
personally, I use the Tyndale Study Bible. It is my go-to. I think it is the best study Bible, especially for newer believers. This is the only Bible that I trust besides the Blue Letter Study Bible. And that one really is unless you're going to go to like seminary school, okay? Or you are a you are very far along in your walk and you want to dissect every verse of the Bible. That is the Blue Letter Study Bible. But if you're just starting out and you just want kind of the breakdown and understanding of each chapter and each uh, like each few verses, then that's going to be the Tyndale Study Bible. I've partnered with them before. Um, I do not have a discount code with them. I'm not I'm not an affiliate of theirs, but, you know, if you go on my social media, you've seen that I work with them before. Um, I've been able to give free Bibles away, so that's always a plus. But if you don't have one, please check out my link below in my Amazon storefront. I have them down there. It, it would help me out. Um, and, you know, I give you guys a lot of different ones to choose from depending on where you are at in your walk. Uh, but if you can't understand the Bible, don't worry. You're not dumb. You're not dumb, Okay. The majority of us don't understand it either. I I would not be able to understand my Bible if it wasn't for the Tyndale Study Bible breaking it down for me. When I, you know, you have, uh, you have scholars breaking it down for you who who have the gift of knowledge, who are able to read the scripture and dissect it for you because you don't understand that, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with you. There's absolutely nothing wrong with you. You're not dumb. That's just a gift you weren't given was the gift of knowledge of understanding the Bible per se. Some people were given that gift and that's a huge blessing, but the majority of us were not. And that's why there's a market to sell study Bibles too. (laughs) All right. So let's begin. We must understand that the Bible discourages, it does discourage a particular type of judgment. And that is the condemning type of judgment. Okay. In Matthew 7, 1 through 2, Jesus says, I don't know why I'm quoting. Dude, this is what he really said, okay? Just ignore that. In Matthew 7, 1 through 2, Jesus says, Do not judge or you too will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Now, Jesus here is cautioning us against a harsh and unforgiving attitude towards others. He reminds us that we are all imperfect beings and that we will all be subject to judgment. Therefore, we should be mindful of how we judge others as it will also be reflected back onto us. However, it is important to note that the Bible does not condemn all forms of judgment. In John 7, 24, Jesus says, Stop judging by mere appearances, but instead judge correctly those are jesus's words y'all judge correctly so i don't want to hear you in the comment section well jesus says you're not supposed to judge did you not just say what i read stop judging by mere appearances but instead judge correctly jesus is calling us to judge he's telling us to judge without a self-righteous attitude he's encouraging us to exercise discernment and to make righteous judgments It means making decisions based on truth and righteousness rather than superficial appearances or personal biases. And this type of judgment requires wisdom, humility, and a deep understanding of the word of God. And this is where I tell you guys, you need to get a study Bible if you're not understanding your Bible. 
because you need to be able to judge right that you know what I actually I just heard this recently and I posted it on my social media but I I heard this quote it says it says discernment is knowing the difference between what's right and what's almost right and I think that that's so prevalent in our day and age because the the enemy comes as a wolf in sheep's clothing and you know we see this in the entertainment industry we see this on media in the media right now we see this with um the this pride month that's happening right and i see a lot of christians who are saying how dare you judge them how dare you judge them they say they're a christian how dare you you need to know the difference between what's right and what's almost right they're so close these people who are lost they are so close but they are not studying the word They do not want to know the truth. And us as believers, we can't turn a blind eye. We cannot preach false truth. Because if you preach false truth, you are putting someone's eternity on the line. You are putting someone's soul on the line. Eternal separation from Christ. That is what you are putting on the line for someone. You need to be rooted in the word of God. We have to. This is not a lukewarm podcast, girls. And some of you are men. I, I know I get some of mess, some of your guys' messages. Um, a lot of a lot of gentlemen want to, you know, um, help this podcast grow and and like to share it with their friends too. So I appreciate that. I do. Um, but we're not called to be lukewarm. We're called to be all in. Period. Okay. We're heading towards the end, guys. It's time to grow up. It is. It's time to put on the full armor of God and and get ready. Read your Bibles. All right. Furthermore. The Bible calls us to discern and address sin within the community. In 1 Corinthians 5, 12 through 13, the Apostle Paul writes, What business is it of mine to judge those outside the church? Are you not to judge those inside? God will judge those outside. Expel the wicked person from among you. Here, Paul emphasizes that we as believers have a responsibility to hold one another accountable and address sin within the church. This is not an invitation to judge. Let me clarify. This is not an invitation to judge in a condemnatory or self-righteous manner, but rather with the intent of restoration and spiritual growth. When we do this, it's important, this is important, when we do this, it is important not to, to do this with arrogance this is this is a huge problem within the church that for instance your brother or sister may be struggling with pornography and you think oh that's disgusting why would they do that that's gross they need to get over that sin that's that's rotting their brain your brother and sister are struggling they are struggling They are in a fight with the enemy. They are in a fight with their own flesh right now. When your brother or sister is struggling, you need to humble yourself and show empathy. Because you guys, sin is embarrassing. It's embarrassing when it's exposed. I mean, look at Adam and Eve. When they realized that they were naked, they were embarrassed of their sin. And they covered themselves up. The same goes for your fellow brother or sister in Christ. When that sin that they have is exposed, 
you have to level with them and show them that you are no better than them. Because we have all fallen short of the glory of God and you and I are no better than them. And this brings me to my next point. How can we navigate this balance between righteous judgment and a non-condemning attitude? Because there is a difference. One key principle is found in Matthew 7, 5, where Jesus says, First, take the plank out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Now, this is a perfect verse to use because a lot of y'all be throwing this verse around too. (laughs) I just love when people try and try and uh, justify their sins by using verses from the Bible. I think it, it just gives me just gives me a little bit of a chuckle in the comment section when I read it. I think it's I think it's kind of silly. Um, but Jesus teaches us to examine our own lives. In this verse, Jesus teaches us to examine our own lives and address our own shortcomings before attempting to help others. This self-reflection helps us approach others with humility and empathy because we realize that we too are in desperate need of God's grace and forgiveness. So before you go to your friend, repent yourself. Repent of of what you're dealing with because that is how God shows us how to show grace, how to show humility. It's just like being married. We learn how to love someone When we get married, because that's how God intended love to happen, to be willing to lay down your life for someone else. That is his, that union of marriage is, is supposed to show you his love for us. So I'm going to read a passage from my Tyndale study Bible, because I think that it worded this perfectly. So here we go. Do not judge is not a blanket statement to overlook the sinful behavior of others, but a call to be discerning rather than negative. Turning a blind eye to things done wrong shows that we have lost our moral compass. This leads to relativism, a worldview in which all actions, moral or not, are equal and acceptable. So I read something else in my study Bible, and I thought this was really interesting, and I wanted to share. It said that judging harshly on appearances and status tends to come from a place of envy. And I was like, whoa, (laughs) that blew my mind because I have seen this, especially among women. And, you know, ladies, I'm sorry, I'm going to, you know, I need to talk to you specifically here because this, this is so, this is so prominent amongst women. I, I personally believe that women tend to have a harder time with this because we judge others off of things that we are insecure about. And as women, we tend to project our own insecurities onto each other and judge more harshly. And this comes from a place of criticism and hostility towards someone else. And, you know, we see this specifically with gifts given to certain people. It could be the gift of physical appearance. It could be the gift of a beautiful singing voice. It could be the gift of wealth. 
Some people were blessed with wealth because God knew that they would use it correctly. God distributes gift for God distributes gifts for a reason for that person. I remember one year I went with my grandfather to um, Bible Land. It's in Florida. I think they shut it down a few years ago, but I was younger when we went. And um, when we visited, it's like this mini amusement park, right? And so, you know, I asked my grandpa, I was like, who who donated all this money to make this happen? And my grandpa said, oh, it was a family. They're the ones who used their money to build this, to build this theme park. And I remember thinking, I, I told him, I was like, wow, that's crazy that they, they used all their money, not all their money, but they used, I mean, a few million to build this theme park. That's crazy that they would do that. And my grandpa said, well, Noah, sometimes the Lord will bless people with certain gifts like wealth because he knows that they will use it appropriately for his glory. And um, I got to bring my grandpa on the podcast because I always talk about him and I love him so much. And he's just, he is so funny. He's like me, but in man version. Everyone says we got the same personality. My grandpa and I are like, we, I don't know what it is, but he is definitely my homie. I love my grandpa. Okay. But anyway, Let's get back to this. God gives certain gifts and blessings to certain people. And at the end of the day, if you're struggling with this and if you're projecting your own insecurities, that is a heart issue on your part. And you need to go to the Lord in prayer. And, you know, we've talked about this before, but what have I said? When you're struggling with forgiving someone or being envious of someone or for your enemies, you need to pray for them. I know. I know y'all aren't going to like that, but I'm not even kidding you. It works. It works. It is the cure for animosity, envy, and jealousy. And, you know, maybe something you need to work on is confidence in the gift that God has given you. Maybe that's that's what you need to do. And, you know, I've done an episode on this before in confidence. You should go take a look at it because it's pretty good. You know, I dive into confidence and how to, how to be confident in the Lord and know your worth in Christ. And, you know, I'm going to do an episode on spiritual gifts pretty soon, not physical gifts like wealth or appearances or, um, you know, music or anything like that. You know, I'm going to do I'm going to do an episode on spiritual gifts and I kind of think I want to do that next. We'll see how I'm feeling. Um, But I think that would be good because it's kind of like having a superpower. I love it. I love the spiritual gifts. It's pretty cool. Um, But as we conclude today's episode, let's just recap The Bible's teachings on judging others reminds us to exercise discernment, to address sin within the church, and to do so with love, humility, and empathy. And instead of judging others harshly, we should seek to understand, support, and encourage one another in our walk. We should avoid condemning judgment while pursuing righteous judgment that is rooted in the word of God. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, first and foremost, please forgive us of our sins and all unrighteousness before we come before you, Lord Jesus. God, I just ask that the young women who listen to today's podcast, that they're able to um, apply this to their lives, Lord God, and to help them to grow in their walk with you, Lord Jesus. I ask that you cleanse them of any any confusion that they're having as far as insecurities go or as far as judging others in a condemnatory manner, Lord, because that's wrong. And we don't want to live our life being jealous or hateful of other people. You call us to love one another. And, you know, none none of us are perfect, Lord. None of us are perfect. It may take time. It may take 
overnight, weeks, months, years to actually be able to not cast judgment so harshly because we're human. We struggle with this. So Lord, I just ask that you please, um, you know, please help grow these listeners in their walk, Lord God. Grow them in their walk with you. Help them to know their worth and to love you and to love others unconditionally like you do for us. Help them to show Help them to show uh, grace for their fellow brothers and sisters, Lord God, and help them to judge correctly and know the difference between what's right and almost right. Thank you, Lord, for all that you do. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, everyone. Well, I really hope that you enjoyed today's episode. As always, please remember to hit that like, subscribe, and share with a friend if you enjoyed. And please remember to go and purchase your 10-day-old study Bible. The link is in my bio below on my Amazon storefront. Y'all need to get yourself a study Bible. Remember, you don't read it, you study it. There's a difference. And also remember to join the Patreon if you feel called to do so. And as always, please remember that you are fierce and free because of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. All right, everyone. Have a blessed week. Bye.